Thank you once more and good afternoon to you all. Um, it's a pleasure to be together again today. Um, as Saopa, my name is Tilly. Mokiti is my surname. And um, I'll be talking to you today, or rather this afternoon, about diabetes and mental health. Just a small reminder, mental health issues cut across all conditions, whether one is healthy or not. So diabetes has been one of those comorbidities or conditions. Next slide please, Patrick. Diabetes is a condition that is overwhelming to all of the patients that are suffering from diabetes. It is stressful, it causes negative emotions and feelings of being alone or abandoned by loved ones, by co-workers, by, you know, family and friends. So once one has got diabetic, they start experiencing negative feelings, feelings that influence one's mental health. So what are the effects of diabetes on one's mental health? Once the blood sugar level change from normality to either being very low or being very high, they influence the mental health or mental state of individuals, leading to confusion, irritability, and at times unconscious. So there are patients that would just drop on the floor or on the ground. And the first thing that normally we do is to check if they are alive. We find that they're unconscious, they are not speaking. Um, maybe they are saying things that are, you know, indicating that they are confused, but they're not injured or anything. So the first thing that must be done is to check their blood sugar levels whether they know or they do not know that they are diabetic is to check their blood sugar levels and you find that most of the time more than 80 percent of the time they are diabetic whether they have been diagnosed before or not so diabetic patients experience anxiety if they are conscious and they're able to talk and they are able to talk sense, they are always anxious about this medication that I'm going to be taking for the rest of my life, about this medication that is bulky, the tablets might be too many, or these injections that I'll be injecting into my body for the rest of my life. So that leads to depression. So depression will always set in, especially in type 2 diabetic patients. Not to say that the type 1 diabetes patients do not develop depression. They do. But then the type 2 are the ones that are developing a lot of depression because they are always inactive. They lack exercise or they do not engage in exercise. They overeat which leads to obesity. And once they are obese 
and they're able, they're unable to move from point A to Z, they develop poor self-esteem. And the more obese or overweight they become, they do not develop the love for exercise or for activity. What are the complications of diabetic patients that end up with, with mental health issues physically? Once a diabetic patient um, is having an amputation of a limb, you can imagine if that client or that patient has had his or her leg been chopped off, it is definitely a very debilitating condition because now the individual has to be on a wheelchair or use crutches or a frame. They still have to go to the hospital or clinic for follow-ups and then they cannot move easily alone. Amputations most of the time lead to clients having to have their surrounding having to be, to be changed or altered. If they, for an example, have got stairs or a few steps that they must you know, step on before they access the home or the house or go out, then they have got a problem if they are on a wheelchair because it is not easy for them to drive themselves or anybody to drive them, to wheel them around. So what happens is stairs have to be leveled so that they are not going to be using stairs or whatever kind of, 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 of entrance or exit that is cumbersome. Lack of, of, of support leading to depression, most of the time, Diabetic patients, the amputations, they believe that you know they are not themselves anymore. They have got this thing that you know I am incomplete without an, a, a leg or both legs. So that makes them to feel inadequate. That leads to them becoming seriously depressed. Social, socioeconomic status. Most of the time, patients that have got diabetes and the mental health issues, or only diabetes, and they have had amputations, or that diabetes is not well controlled, they need somebody to help them around. They need support. So those with a poor socioeconomic status would be worse off because they are unable to purchase or to buy ABC or to cook for themselves in the, if they are on a, on a wheelchair, they've had an amputation. Or to really look after themselves very well, like giving themselves proper medication, like taking tablets or injecting themselves in a proper way. Another complication is that of the antidepressants that um, 
a patient with mental health could be on, like your, your SSRIs. These drugs lead to obesity and eventually diabetes because these antidepressants, they lead to weight gain. And once a patient with diabetes or with mental health issues, depression, for an example, is on SSRIs and they gain weight and they are unable to exercise, they engage very, you know, poorly in activities, they will end up with diabetes. So here it's a matter of which came first, the chicken or the egg, where a, an obese patient uh, can develop a, a, a depression or a patient on antidepressants can develop diabetes. Non-compliance of both the diabetic patient and the mental health care user can lead to burnout or the diabetic patient can actually end up with, with mental health issues because they don't want to take medication. They believe it's a burden with the medication on that, that they have to be on for the rest of their lives. The same applies to a mental health care user. The patient on mental health uh, medication can end up absconding, maybe not taking medication or taking it as regular and as prescribed by the doctor. And then they end up being bent out. So yes, ideally patients with, with, with um, diabetes should be treated by both an endocrinologist and a psychiatrist or a diabetologist and a psychiatrist. Because during the interview, that's when they will be able to disclose to 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 vent out their their feelings and explain properly about how they are feeling mentally and what their fears are or what the worries are regarding both medication of diabetes and or um, mental health. Family and friends, if they are available, should at all times continue to support patients because without support, then they are left alone. Remember this kind of, 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 of comorbidities, the mental health as well as, as diabetes, they are overwhelming both of them. And if a diabetic patient, for an example, who has had a, an amputation and is depressed, they actually need more support from the families, from friends, from, you know, the loved ones. Like I mentioned before, that the home environment at times has to be changed if the individual cannot be moved maybe for to a 
place or an environment where there are no stairs and the individual is on a wheelchair. Perhaps this individual was living on the top floor or the second floor or whatever number of floors up. Then they have to be moved from there up to the lower floor, the lowest, which is the ground floor, where they will be able to be wheeled around or move themselves, wheel themselves around. So that's when they need the support of family, friends, and their loved ones. It is imperative that they belong to a support group where most of the time they learn coping strategies. They share their frustrations. They vent out to their feelings. They, 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 they ask questions about medication. They ask questions um, because most of the time in the support group, there will be a, a social worker or there will be a, a, a professional nurse or um, a psychologist where their feelings are being taken into consideration and they the patients or the clients are the ones that are able to say um i do not feel well or what can i do about this or what is the meaning of of this medication or i'm i'm unable to come on such and such a day or I'm moving to such and such a place, if you could connect me with a support group in such and such a place. So lastly, um, can we, can, can, shall we look after our own people? Shall we form groups and share as much information as possible regarding diabetes and mental health or diabetes only or mental health issues? I thank you. This is the end of our discussion today.